Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Wednesday, July 19th, 2023, and this is day 1946 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and praise you and glorify you above all others and above anything else. I thank you so much, my Lord, for equipping us with every single thing we need, empowering us through the Holy Spirit to go forth and do every single thing that you called us to do. I thank you, Father, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, my Lord, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is The Missing Peace. We oftentimes don't have the whole story or we can look at something and say, wow, it's missing this or missing that. But we really don't know because we've never talked to either the person that uh, we're judging or assuming (laughs) has done this or that or, you know, inquired about maybe it's a product that's missing something, even acquired, um, inquired with the person that created it or made it. So it's very important that we don't jump to conclusions. We're coming out of 1 Kings chapter 21, verses 1 through 19. 1 Kings 21, verses 1 through 19. And it says, Sometime later, there was an incident involving a vineyard belonging to Naboth the Jezreelite. The vineyard was in Jezreel, close to the palace of Ahab, king of Samaria. Ahab said to Naboth, let me have your vineyard to use for my vegetable garden, since it is close to my palace. In exchange, I will give you a better vineyard, or if you prefer, I will pay you whatever it is worth. But Naboth replied, the Lord forbid that I should give the inheritance of my ancestors that I should give you the inheritance of my ancestors. So Ahab went home sullen and angry because Naboth, the Jezreelite, had said, I will not give you the inheritance of my ancestors. He lay down on his bed, sulking and refused to eat. So you notice he he said this is why he would not, because it was the inheritance of his ancestors. That That is why he was sulking out. This is the reason. Verse 5 says, His wife Jezebel came in and asked him, Why are you so sullen? Why won't you eat? He answered her, Because I said to Naboth the Jezreelite, Sell me your vineyard. Or if you prefer, I will give you another vineyard in its place. Now you notice that he quoted that absolutely perfectly. But he says here, but he said, I will not give you my vineyard. So he left out a very important segment. And we'll, we'll discuss that later. Jezebel, his wife said, is this how you act as king over Israel? Get up and cheer up. 
I'll get you the vineyard of Naboth, the Jezreelite. So she wrote letters to Ahab's, in Ahab's name, placed his seal on them, and sent them to the elders and nobles who lived in Naboth's city with him. Uh, so noticing that she put the king's seal on it that made it official. So she took it in her hands. And as we you know, know Jezebel was the most evil woman that ever lived. Uh, and, and along with Ahab, he was extremely an evil king. Uh, so when she wrote the letters, it says in those letters, she wrote, Proclaim a day of fasting and seat Naboth in a prominent place among the people. But seat two scoundrels opposite him and take them and have them charge, have them bring charges that he has cursed both God and the king. Then take him out and stone him to death. That's a pretty hefty uh, resolve, isn't it? To kill somebody because they would not give up their property. So the elders and nobles who lived in Naboth's city did as Jezebel directed in the letters she had written to them. They proclaimed a fast and seated Naboth in a prominent place among the people. Then two scoundrels came and sat opposite him and, and brought charges against Naboth for the people. So here's other more missing pieces. They, they lied. They made up a story and they were simply obeying, uh, so they thought, the king. And here's what they said. Naboth has cursed both God and the king. So they took him outside the city and stoned him to death. Then they sent word to Jezebel. Naboth has been stoned to death. As soon as Jezebel heard that Naboth had been stoned to death, she said to Ahab, get up and take possession of the vineyard of Naboth, the Jezreelite, that, that he refused to sell you. He no longer, he is no longer alive, but dead. When Ahab heard that Naboth was dead, he got up and went down to take possession of Naboth's vineyard. This is so extremely evil and it's really selfishness and greed. You know, when we look at it, it's, you know, he's him wanting his way and they did and, and his wife, uh, Jezebel, figuring out a way to do it, even when it cost someone's life. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah the Tishbite, go down to meet Ahab, king of Israel, who rules in Samaria. He is now in Naboth's vineyard, where he has gone to take possession of it. Say to him, this is what the Lord says, have you not murdered a man and seized his property? Then say to him, this is what the Lord says, in the place where dogs licked up Naboth's blood, Dogs will lick up your blood. Yes, yours. Wow. Yeah. So, and that definitely happened to Jezebel. If you want to learn more about that, go to Second Kings chapter 9, around verse 30, uh, when she uh, fell out the window uh, and her body, they could, well, they could not find anything but her skull, her hands and her feet because the dogs had eaten the rest of her body. We just got to remember, we're going to reap what we sow. But anyway, point number one. Uh, when my kids were younger, I remember times when they would get into disagreements or arguments, 
And when I walked into the room, I would have seen one hit the other. Then I would get on that one child, not realizing that they were not the one who started it. Sometimes we too can jump to conclusions based upon what someone else says or based upon uh, the portion uh, of the incident that we see. As you can see, when Ahab told his wife the story, he left out a very important piece. Uh, Naboth, he says, Naboth said uh, that he would, that he said no about giving up his vineyard. But actually what Naboth said was, the Lord forbid that I should give you the inheritance of my ancestors. That is critical. Uh, it was not, it, this was more than a simple garden um, to uh, Naboth. It, it was their family legacy. You know, have you ever been misquoted or accused of something based upon one side of the story? I know I have many times and still many people even today because I've not been given the opportunity to even share my side of the story or they don't want to hear it because they are just steadfast on uh, wanting to uh, uh, just base their opinion off of what one person says. And when that happens, there's not much you can do in the flesh. The key is to just pray and ask God to reveal the truth to that person or those people so that, you know, that, that we'll have peace with each other. There are families who have not spoken to each other for years because of what someone else accused the other of saying. That was not the total truth. We need to be careful of that because that is one of the tools the enemy uses to create division and to keep us separated from one another. Point number two, rather than quickly jumping to conclusions based upon what, based upon one side of the story, we need to take time out to communicate with both sides and truly listen and hear the truth. That is something that has blessed me over the years of knowing how to, you know, uh, mediate and being a mediator for several years and helping people to work through in every single one of those situations. And there were hundreds of mediations that I've had the privilege of doing and uh, still do them. Uh, uh, but it's not the primary thing that I do anymore. But just knowing that every single time I would do a mediation, there was always a missing piece. And when the other person heard it, they were like, oh, I didn't know that. And they looked really sad or heartbroken because they realized that they had felt negatively towards that other person for no reason. And it's just an amazing thing when we get to communicate and truly hear what the other person has to say, hear both sides of the story. And it's humbling. And both parties every time, 99% of the time, we usually get up and hug and, you know, um, and uh, resolve the problem and forgive. Then we need to work, once we do talk and hear what the other is saying, work out a plan to resolve the situation that works for all parties involved. 
not just one side. And this is what happened here. It was one-sided. Ahab wanted what he wanted out of greed and selfishness. And his wife, Jezebel, was used to just taking whatever it was that she wanted, even if it meant death. I'm so glad we're not the final judge. (laughs) Because if it was up to us as humans, everybody would end up in hell. God, our Father, is a just judge. And if it were not for his grace and mercy upon us, none of us would be spending eternity eternity with him. But because he loves us so much, he makes sure that he gives grace and mercy and understanding and gives us uh, many chances. I'll speak for myself, many chances to get it right by repenting and asking him for forgiveness and starting all over again. I've shared this story with y'all before, but it's so appropriate today um, when I had to do a mediation between a couple of girls who were having a conflict. And it was so serious that that it was a rumor that they were going to fight each other after school. And after working in the classroom, teaching conflict resolution with the with this particular group of kids, one of the young ladies came up to me afterward and said, Miss Jackie, I've got a problem. And I remember you saying you did mediations. Could you do a mediation between me and this other girl? Because she thinks I'm going to fight her after school. And I never said that. So I said, of course. And the teacher and the admin were very happy about the young lady wanting the mediation. And they allowed us to go into a safe space to do it. And uh, I said, so who's involved? Because we need to make sure we get everybody involved to the table, but not all at once. So it's balanced. So it's not two or three people against one. And so the first person was her friend. So brought her in and they had the conversation and come to find out her friend had started this rumor and, and left out some very important pieces. And so when the other girl heard this, she was just so hurt because she could not have ever imagined or would not have ever imagined that her friend was the one that got this started. Because she just wanted to see some action. She didn't like the other girl, so she she just made that up. And so they decided, after they talked it out, that they would not be friends anymore. And they would just be cordial with each other. So then it came down to calling in the other girl who thought she was going to have to fight for her life at the end of school that day. And brought her in to talk to the girl that initiated the mediation. And when they sat across from each other... Um, they shared each other's stories and the things that they shared their own stories. And the thing that just blessed my heart was they were so open and honest. And the one girl who thought she was going to have to fight, uh, you know, the, the girl at the end of school that knew nothing about what was going on. She said, I don't even know how to fight. I'm not a fighter. She said, I'm trying to get out of high school so that I can become a doctor. And the other young lady said, I don't want to fight either. She said, you know, and they worked it out. They talked to each other. And then at the end, the girl that initiated the mediation said, Miss Jackie, can I say one more thing? And I thought, okay. (laughs) And she said to the young lady, she said, can we be friends? And the other young lady said, that would be great. And they walked out of the school that day, not fighting but being friends because they were able to discover 
What was the missing piece? There were a lot of missing pieces. And if we just take the time out to talk it out, you know what? Many times you don't even need a mediator. It just means, hey, let's come together and be civil and talk things out. But if you need someone to mediate it, so be it. That is what God would have us to do. Work things out. Don't just jump to conclusions and write someone off just because of what you heard or you thought they said. Let's get down to, you know, the bottom of it. And it takes work to do that. It does. And it takes time. And so often we just want to rush through things and just say, I'm done. I'm finished. I don't want to deal with them anymore. Well, you know what? That's not how God does it with us. He's very compassionate with us. He's very uh, kind-hearted. And we, too, should have the mind of Christ and do the same. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that's the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E-B like boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on TZoneKC.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation, and human and sex trafficking awareness, along with DIY Uh, projects teaching our youth small household repairs. We thank you all so much for all of your support. All right, Mighty Warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.